white-hot magazine of contemporary art. As this audience has just seen, this is not your standard artist biopic. And I think that's what makes it so fascinating. Do you recall the initial conversations that Julian Schnabel had with you, and, and how did he explain what he was setting out to do? He never really explained it. I know Julian for many years, and I've, I've been with him in his studio, watching him work. He's painted me. Uh, I know him for 30 years. I've, wow. Just as a friend, I've done little cameos in Basquiat and Meral. So I've been around him making films as well. He makes films like he paints, basically. Um, so I knew it wouldn't be a conventional biopic also, uh, just because that's not really his interest. Uh, I th knew it was going to be about painting, really, mm. and somewhat about his relationship uh, to Van Gogh. I mean, his personal take on Van Gogh, because as a painter, Van Gogh has been very important to him all his life. Van Gogh is someone, and the work of Van Gogh is something that he has a personal relationship to. So I had an idea that uh, it, the approach would be unique and it would be very much a, uh, a film by a painter mm. about a painter. Given that, how much did you get the sense that he wanted it to be about his impressions and his views of Van Gogh and his artwork, and how much was he willing for it to be about yours? Um, you know, that's always the case when you're working with a director. You know, uh, you that's something you find out as you do it. He had very strong ideas, of course, but uh, I was interested in those ideas. Hmm. For example, I think it's worth mentioning that I had to learn how to paint in order to do this, and it's not just a method thing. <laughs> it's not really. It's a practical thing because we were shooting in such a way that there were no stunt painters. Or, For example, the, the, the shoes, I painted those in real time. And, right. Uh, but if you, brought an, if you brought some materials out here, I probably wouldn't be able to paint so well. <laughs> but in the context of working with Julian, guiding me, um, that became very important because to be involved in the activity of painting, to be involved in that process, and to see in a new way really illuminated so much of what uh, Van Gogh wrote about in his letters and also um, you know, deeply opened me up to imagining who, what he was thinking. Mm. It was very, very important. Do you think anybody in this room could learn to paint like you did? Or was there already some kind of innate ability? I could never do, I don't care who tried to teach me, I could not do what you did in this movie. You don't know that. Mm. No, look, Julian's a good teacher. <laughs> and also, listen, what was important not, is not, not even, you know, a, a very relative, you know, proficiency. That's not what we're talking about. We're really talking about what was important is the way of changing how to see. Because 
as I was learning to paint, of course, he made me familiar with the materials and taught me how, you know, certain basic things about painting. But what was really important is he introduced ideas to me that I did not have before. The idea of painting light, for example, painting how the light hit. When I would try to paint something, I'd try to paint the whole thing. I'd see a cypress tree, I'd try to go for the cypress tree. He had a way of breaking it down. So if I look at you, rather than just trying to paint your face, I would see that white on your nose. I'd see this white here. I'd see a little red here. And you make a series of marks, and they start to have a relationship to each other. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And then they start to evolve and create something, and you see it in that sequence with the shoes. It looks quite bad for a long time. And in the end, I think it kind of comes together. And while it may not be a good reproduction or likeness, nor were any of Van Gogh's paintings in a traditional way, they, I think it captured something. So that was a lesson for me. And it changes how you see, mm. because not only for painting, but how you see life, because it really keys you into the kind of rise and fall of things, how things come into being, how you receive them, what you rush to um, see. As an actor, how do you feel about, in general, roles where you're asked to do a lot with little to no dialogue for large periods of time. I love it. Yeah, because um, pure action, I trust action. Um, you know, you do, you do, you apply yourself to actions. You're not, it's, it's like he says in the film, you know, when he paints, he doesn't think. Mm. Um, you know, something else takes over, you become, you become lost in the action and you aren't blocked by your your conditioning or your your decisions it, it's i don't know i uh, i like that very much i cuz i th i also think there's a wisdom in to the body that's true mm -hmm. and uh you know just the way in our modern age the way we receive information and how we deal with each other there's a lot of thinking involved and a lot of um, second guessing. So to do something pure, uh, you can access the emotionality and the wakefulness of life much easier. Mm. So I like, I like those sequences. Here we are in 2018. I did a little bit of math in my head and realized that your first Academy Award nomination for Platoon was 32 years ago. <laughs> and I love that, and I love that in the last year and a half we've seen you in this incredible performance plus your nominated performance in the Florida Project. What would you say this period of your career means to you and, and is, it, is it turning out the way that you kind of thought it might and hoped it would? Listen, I never thought, you know, I didn't never got ahead of myself like that. And I, I remember distinctly when I first started out, all you want to do is work. You know, you're happy just to work. 
And then once you're working, you want good projects. And then once you get good projects, you want to work with great directors. <laughs> and I, you know, you, it's the nature of human desire and ambition. Um, but no, I, I, listen, I'm involved in really interesting projects now, and I'm happy because all through my career, half by design and half by accident, I've been able to mix up, you know, different kinds of movies. Uh, studio films, independent films, foreign films, American films, films in different languages. I've worked in many different ways. And some of that was partly just going towards what it wasn't designed, it was just finding interesting directors in interesting situations. That's what really drove me. And now it seems like that's becoming more available to me. When I was younger, I was probably w more worried about a certain kind of st stereotyping or um, lack of opportunities. And right now, it's a good period uh, because in the last year, I've done very different kinds of projects like three or four that are coming out. And this, of course, was a, uh, a very important project for me. So things are... And my wife always says to me, she's Italian, she says, Willem, don't spit on your luck. <laughs> and, I, and I always <laughs> carry that with me wherever I go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Willem Dafoe. <laughs>